Zero XB1. Do you want to give yourself an intro uh, to start things off? Oh, someone else give me an intro. That's so much more fun. <laughs> who who knows it's well because <laughs> i know i like i follow him but i don't know if i know enough i, I know um so xerox v1 uh could we use your real name or are you just like going by xerox xerox yeah xerox yeah so xerox um Mattis is one of the biggest DeFi wallets there um, yeah, he makes a lot of good alpha plays, so, you know, we've been kind of following him, and that would be fun to uh, have him on the show, um, to share some of his, um, some of his insights and things that he's been seeing, kind of like in the DeFi, um, DeFi space, as well as, like, just the market in general. Um, I don't know if you want to add to that. <laughs> I don't know if that does you justice. Do a lot of NFT stuff. Do a lot of DeFi stuff. Just launched a DeFi project. Um, yeah, I'm happy to share some views on any specific area. Um, otherwise, um, but I'd say congratulations, everyone! All time high day. It's a very yes. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like I actually in the last. I'd say 10 days, maybe two weeks haven't really been uh, up on my NFT game because of the photo launch. Uh, and like, hopefully by sometime next week, uh, after our full V1 launch, I'll be more, uh, I'll be, I'll be back under my traditional, uh, you know, spend as much ETH as possible every day scheme in NFTs. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I, I think honestly, like it's best to kick it off with like uh, something. I know we have an agenda right now, um, but I, I think it's just best to kick it off with like kind of whatever is going on in the market. So um, we, as a team, I think like we've been kind of like um, uh, we organizing our portfolio um, heavily towards um, BTC. I think I think a lot of our partners are like fully in BTC. I think right now. Um, and, you know, like, none of them, you know, like, basically, like, rotated out of all the alts. Um, uh, Xerox, I think, I, I don't know if you're doing the similar thing or, like, what's what's your kind of take here right now? No, I mean, I've been pretty light on my Bitcoin holdings since six months ago and mostly just been in ETH because I'm doing NFTs and yield farming. Um, I did put a lot of my, like, open ETH uh in like onto my own project last week. But um, yeah, I think I'm just generally long ETH. I mean, I've always been uh, a coin gambler and, you know, I don't, I don't usually rotate out too heavily, even when ETH is running. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so yeah, I haven't like changed anything yet, but also I'm like super focused on, Photo and like I think my allocation is like pretty safe for while I can't really pay attention to it, you know. Got it. So basically, like you're just kind of like holding whatever you're holding, mainly based on ETH. Yeah, like I, um, yeah, like I have a a bunch of Klima. Uh, I have a bunch of OHM. I have a bunch of uh, Synapse. And, um, yeah, 
I, uh, I saw, like choke Mac. Trying to think. Um, yeah, I think those are all like the that. things that yeah we've been holding as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, the DeFi 2.0 place. Yeah, um, I guess if we're calling it that, yeah. Uh, I actually haven't spent any time doing Avalanche stuff. Uh, maybe I missed out, but you know, we all found our own alpha where we can. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Joe was good. Yeah, Joe was really good. Um, but other things, yeah, I'm not, I'm not as sure. Um, I know there's like a couple of like we we did a lot of like DeFi building block plays on some of these protocols. So Spirit, Boo, Joe, Ice, um, you know, and then yeah, I went into more of like the Uniswap D3 plays with like um, uh, Spell, obviously, and like some of these other guys that are doing yeah, Bro, yeah, so. Yeah, I also um, like uh, what's it called? Um, the it's like the first V three liquidity farming. Uh, Forgetting it right possible? now. Yes, yes. Yeah. I like popsicle a lot. Do you know like? I kind of missed oh, it. Oh, popsicle! Yeah. How long till launch? Like we see him tweet a lot. For for, for what? For popsicle, I mean the relaunch. I, I, I don't any, I don't I don't I don't know I, I don't guesses? I don't have any popsicle I just like popsicle. Okay, yeah, I like it too. It's just like it's, it's about time that they really come back and uh, yeah. There's just so much going on. Like you know, not everyone can be on top of everything. You know, I also do a lot of like personal investing every week um, in like seed stage stuff. Um, so yeah, it's. There's always a, like what's happening now versus what's going to happen in like three or six months. You sign this piece of paper and send some USDC, you know? So, yeah. What do you, um, I, I think that's a good segue as well. <laughs> yeah, we, we might need an agenda after all, but what do you kind of like, uh, what's your view on like three to six months? Like, what are you kind of um, seeing I, in the market right now? And then, yeah, like the projects. So and, I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm not a quant trader, but like from this is now like the second cycle I've lived through. I got into crypto like professionally at the end of 2016, um, and I I think that from what I've seen, it, this year feels very much like uh, like 2017 in terms of setup. Um, so. That would mean we're like three X from here and then back here in six to eight months. Um, that would be my, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, I, I, I'm not a professional though, so I, I don't really know. I'm a different type of professional. That sounds about right though. That's like a very similar. Um, yeah, the seasonality kind of makes sense too, time-wise. Um, any like specific narratives in DeFi or N- NFTs that you're particularly watching, like uh, new developments? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. yeah, I really like. Um, so in NFTs, I think that photography is really next. Like digital photography, um, it's something that's like it's like an asymmetric bet. Um, on how the NFT space is going to evolve. Because right now, like, everything is about additioning and, like, the you know, 10,000 PFPs, rarity traits, things like that. I think that the next major growth is going to come into things where, like, 
it's just a series of things that an artist does. Maybe they're limited to five or 10, or maybe it's just like 200 different, you know, one of ones. And whether it's actually generative or not, like properties like won't be a thing for all categories of NFTs. And I think that like, that's a really interesting space to, to watch. Um, I don't know if you saw it happen with like, where's my vans or <clears throat> I think Julia Pacino stuff. It's still very cheap right now, and I like that a lot. Um, and there's just like a bunch of people that uh, obviously um, uh, Chi Modu. I've like been big on that since like when he was still alive. Uh, we bought some, and that's just been like a crazy story. Um, me and Richard Kim from Galaxy like talk about that a lot. Just like how a lot of these, how a lot of um, how a lot of these things like the story of how they came to be drives sometimes a lot of the market demand and the interest in that story. So yeah, I think we've seen a lot of that with the cheese stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I'm always looking for good, like photography based stuff. And then even things that are like random, weird, obscure, like small mint, like uh, <clears throat> what were they called? Monarchs. I really liked, I bought secondhand a lot of like a, uh, hidden in noise um more things that are like i don't know then like maybe not the next art blocks but like something else where it like really grabs people from a perspective of how things are going to evolve in the future um in uh in uh terms of DeFi, um i kind of just have my like picks of things that i like at this point while i'm all in photo um and right. like yeah i mean i've kept the positions that i've kept i'm not planning to like sell my own um i must have over ten thousand now and yeah i've just um yeah i'm along those things um i think another big theme is instant cross-chain liquidity and i used to think about like this in a very different like way i was really into it yeah people call them bridges now but it's really i look at it as anything where like there's like a single-sided pool on one chain that's meant to like you know take the the depreciated value of like not having the money instantly and earning apr for making other people's transactions go through immediately because you have money sitting there as a liquidity pool for you know instant uh you know l1 to l2 situations um, obviously there's like a heavier tax on the outbound cause that's what makes more sense. But even saving, even going from one to three minutes to instant, like someone can make an APR off of that doing like single sided, you know, pool liquidity, because there are people that want to pay 0.3%, you know, to instantly get their shit to Matic at certain times when things are when something's dropping, like I'm one of them. I, I know a right. hundred people who would say the same. So, you know, I think that that's a thing. Every, a lot of people have a different um, view on how that's going to take shape. Um, you know, Synapse is a play that I like. There's a, a couple others. I don't know. I think we're still young in that. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Those are the like cross chain liquidity and, uh, seeing, I don't know what alts are going to do if the market pumps, but I think ETH is going to hopefully 10k. 
something like that. Well, I think uh, the the cross chain liquidity, like you were describing, is going to be pretty important for like the multi chain uh, narrative. So I, I I'm kind of bullish on on, or I am really bullish on um, that same kind of bridges, those instant kind of bridges, and then I think that's going to be what's going to take us to. A multi-chain universe right now rather than these bridges that take you know 10 minutes to get liquidity to a certain chain um i think we're going to see uh, if we're, if the multi-chain universe is going to come into fruition we better see uh, faster moving bridges and and just better bridges more efficient bridges um and then yeah i that's ultimately what i would want to see in the cross-chain universe yeah, we'll just have to uh, have to see what we get. Uh, yeah, I think Sinus is like I mean we've been Sinus for quite a while now, uh, and I, I I've tried all five chains to support all their bridges. None of them is better than Sinus, so now it's like just go there by default. Everyone is slower or more slower. Yeah, slower, but Sinus definitely has a you know has, has figured out like the bridge game better than other people. Yeah, that's the thing that you too. Like they have people actually take on that risk, so you can like scale. Um, and like their launch on Phantom really quickly, like grew to fifty million TVL in like half a day, uh, just because of this. So it's not a like a technical platform of the capability of that exchange or whatever operator is it's just the economics like makes sense it seems um yeah totally agree there yeah i think it's good um yeah i think those are some of the things that we've been kind of looking at um on the on par with like you know a lot of layer ones wrapped in layer twos you're looking at a lot of like a traditional um uh capital and liquidity coming into like DeFi um, and you know like kind of companies or projects that do bridge that gap you know a lot of like the I think we talked about a lot of the gaming stuff as well here um, especially around like accessibility gaming that can like really take off with like some of the deals already back in them you know like a cheap chain and you know like mobile accessibility um, so yeah it kind of fits in the theme with like you know some of the things that we're also looking at. There's like eight to ten kind of thesis that we're currently looking at for the next three to six months. So yeah, um, yeah. Why don't we, uh, Luke? Why don't you give us the kind of like the agenda on um, what was kind of yeah. Yeah. So um, I have a little bit of a smaller agenda today, but uh, we have Bitcoin dominance, which we tapped on at the top. Um, and then we have the crypto money flow. I think we're going to see the money flow come in here again now that we're breaking all-time highs. Um, with like institutional players, you might see it. Um, another agenda that we have is um, um, CDFI, so like centralized um, and decentralized finance coming together. And then we have some more KSM and DOT news, but I think we beat that down pretty hard over the last couple of weeks.
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I want to like maybe unless there's like significant update on KSN Dot, I think it's like it's it's good to maybe like lightly kind of trim over that, just because yeah. like I, I know, yeah, we've been talking yeah, no, about that agreed. for a while. But I think it's uh, <laughs> what, what's the most deceived deceived by capital play? Yeah, so. I've kind of seen it, uh, and I think you've even highlighted this like a week ago, but I've, I've seen um, the CeFi, DeFi narrative blow up where essentially um, DeFi is going to be the back end and uh, the centralized, um, uh, yeah, the centralized services is going to be the front end for a lot of these services and i think that's going to be something that we're going to see and some stuff like lending services um and uh probably a lot of other sectors too but i think lending services probably the most um is the clearest one i see happening up front because there are like the exploits and i bet there is going to be like insurances uh for it and whatnot so um, I think we're going to see this trend emerge uh, more and more. I had a thread on it here somewhere, but um, I think we're going to see this trend emerge more and more as we see these institutional players um, continue to come on board onto crypto because really there's not much um, there's not much in terms of like custodial apps for them. Um, like I think Coinbase is doing something, but yeah, Coinbase um, is doing this traditional custody. Yeah, so th- that 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 would be an example of like CFI, DeFi, um, and I think we're only going to see more services start to bridge over um, with time. So like CFI, DeFi, it's mostly custody, right? Because like I can't see the CFI guys using farms. Like that's that's that would be crazy to me, like. If they're farming on like I don't know like Spirit, or if they're farming on like if they're farming Curve, I don't think they're you know like as sophisticated as like you know like I feel like some of the even like traditional um, you know like native um, crypto guys like have trouble doing that. So I feel like it's going to take a lot of time. So like when we talk about C by DeFi, it's mostly like you know more basic level blocks like custody and maybe like. I can't imagine like anything else other than custody, to be honest. Yeah, for now, I think it's pretty clear. Like that's where the um, next narrative next narrative is for CFI DeFi. But I think after that, um, it takes a bit of thinking. Like I, I do think like lending is going to be pretty uh, easy to replicate. Uh, like we already see, like Coinbase was trying to do something like that. Um, but I think there's a lot of these other services that are going to come through eventually. Um, I just don't know what off the top of my head. Right. Okay. Are you, are you talking um, about like a, like a prime brokerage for like cross-chain lending, like just get the best rates and and kind of show you how much total liquidity there is and kind of assume that risk uh, so bigger players can come in instead of going to a Specific market, uh, is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, uh, there, there has been, yeah, 
that that's that's one area that's like um uh like cross protocol and cross chain um not aggregator for retail but like not in terms of like finding the best rates but like also telling you like how much actually you can deploy uh and then like uh yeah doing all that calculation and even custody where you put like there will be custody players that they partner with that that's something yeah i, I i'm not sure if we can understand that very at a, you know very clear level unless we're we're like actively participating but yeah yeah i i also i was having this conversation with um with someone uh yesterday um like i think in like the i don't know like if if bitcoin goes to like all time i if bitcoin goes to like you know like double the all time i you know like what does that world look like is it just going to be you know everything else pumping um and you know like it is 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 that going to be it or is that is it going to be like are there projects that are underneath right now that can take advantage of that so yeah i i just don't know like it's like you know like as as the market gets bigger is there like projects that can take significantly take that like market share and i think one of them is like bridges just because like if it's like our interoperability like kind of like becomes a play and like everything starts becoming bigger i feel like people will have to do a lot of like bridging back and forth um but i'm just wondering if there's like other plays that make sense um that takes more um we call that like the takes the advantage of like the ecosystem growing instead of like just growing by itself do you know what i mean it's like nft marketplace for example like it will always grow if the nfts are popping up right so like that's like one of like the you know like the fundamental platform plays i'm wondering if there's like you know with if bitcoin goes you know reserve um and then everything else starts going up is there like fundamental platform plays that we might be able to think about right now um yeah that was a open question i'm not sure um, um the people that are trying to get bitcoin exposure um but i do know that there's a um people are trying to prepare for what's after uh like assuming just in case that we go 3x from here and then dump down to under 100k again and then like that's a 2017 repeat then a lot of people want to be able to set up like a stablecoin farm for long period after right so right that, that makes is, sense yeah that is like only all, all powered by curve right now so that's that's something like you see protocols really trying to like uh okay as much at least strategize there um yeah that's like a at least total um market growth in crypto 
um, assuming that eventually we'll have a bear market, that money will probably be heavily in farms absorbed yeah. by specifically curve, I think, the base layer. Um, because it's stable coins. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point. Uh, Mr. Royce, are you kind of like thinking about these kind of plays? Kind of like afterwards, what's going to come? I know you're pretty busy with your like NFT project, but just wondering if you're, uh, if you have like thoughts around this. No, my, my main project is, uh, is like a BYDX competitor. Uh, oh, it's a Dex. Yeah, oh, it's okay, okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think about a lot of like institutional um, ask me about like, you know, what's like safe, stable, stable coin farming. And like these days, I'm pretty much just saying like, like Rari Capital, you're even after the OHM thing, you're still getting like, you know, 20, 30, 40% a year on stable coins. And there's like, which one? Honorary capital pool, like the two fuse pools. Um, yeah, like, and it's just like it's basically like compound, but people are borrowing against their sushi, their Olympus, and um, yeah, it's like it's stable coin on stable coin yields. There's no Rari capital token yield, so it's literally just USDC for USDC, and it's audited, it's safe, and like you know, there's a billion of capacity that you know is willing to pay you know, 20% APR on borrowing against their, you know, more exotic coins, even at a 20 to 40% LTV. So um, as long as there's a market for and I think that the market for that will only grow with the generally appreciated crypto market. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, I think there's like, we were talking about that um, whole, like, around this conversation, like, we were talking about the, you remember that the convex war, the protocol, like the, the, the like the, um, land grab? Yeah, I think, I th so, I'm, I'm not sure if uh, Rari does this specifically, but because Rari is like, technically permissionless pools, um, but the biggest pools are run by Tetranode, right? As far as I understand. And I think he's also trying to get, like, at least in the in the best way possible, like, curve and so that whatever products they come up with after, like, you can have the best yield on top of curve. And obviously, Rari right now, that's just, uh, like, purely peer-to-peer leather borrowers on both sides but um yeah i i, I don't know if uh, that's even the same conversation but um like let's say i don't think rari is actually that big enough sites like let's say bitcoin 3x from here and instead of you know 1 billion like some fund comes in and wants to just deploy like 500 million into Rari as stablecoin. I don't know, like the yield will be right, right. I don't like with with like they the can't really handle it. Combats. Yeah, because it is still kind of demand driven um, instead of liquidity pool. So I'm not sure. Yeah, um, if you guys have thoughts on that. 
I think that's a really good point, actually. It's going to be, like, if all that money, because, like, everyone's, like, uh, you know, everyone's so, so much money now. Like, it's, it's like, oh, my God. Like, I think, you know, if people are able to, you know, keep at least some of that capital at the end of the run, there's going to be a huge demand for these farms, right? Um, and I feel like, yeah, it's it's going to be the farms that can scale that yield to a lot, much larger capital. And like, yeah, like I feel like that's curve at the moment and convex. Um, yeah, that might be a good play, like down the down the down the uh, you know, down the line. Yeah, there's there's also a. Um like uh inverse finances um pools where, where you put in stable coins and then it dockers into positions for you so essentially like you farm ethereum with your stable coins um they kind of just got a whole bunch of uh they kind of just popped off here in price so worth a mention um But yeah, uh, another narrative I saw kind of pop up this week um, was like the Steam uh, is not going to do video game, um, any blockchain video games. They're not going to support it. So like we've seen kind of, um, I think Engine kind of had a pretty good week um, and some of these other video game coins. Um because of this news. But, like, I, I'm kind of wondering, right? It, it's like Bitcoin does this. Because, like, narrative, like, crypto lives on, buys up on narratives. And if Bitcoin does this for, you know, like, the next while, is, like, game, can game really, like, you know, come up to that narrative? Like, I feel like it's it's got a bit of a weaker narrative um, compared to some of the some of the DeFi stuff or, you know, like basically like subsequent um, projects that would benefit from, you know, um, from whatever, whatever capital gets created um, from, you know, Bitcoin run. I feel like those might be like a more of a narrative than game, gaming, which kind of like lives on its like own isolated kind of like sphere. I don't know if anyone has that around this. So, like, in terms of, like, the next play, I feel like gaming might be a little bit early. Like, at least, like, until we go through this cycle of the narrative of, like... Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I was just kind of throwing some news out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's interesting news. Um, definitely, like, I, I think, you know, there's, all, there, there's like, that... Um, there's going to be like an opportunity coming out of like someone banning something, right? There's there always is, um, but yeah, in terms of like this, because like it's it's so it's it's such a historical moment right now, it's like all time high, right? So it's like I feel like you know with everything that we've been seeing, like we have a partner in India as well, and like they're saying like these like exchanges are you know getting just incredible amount of funding. 
you know, like, like hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, so yeah, like, I feel like with that, the next craze, I think will be just like pure market, like people like really building on capital. Um, and then, you know, whatever kind of falls after that, that'll kind of like shape up the next narrative. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the narrative is definitely there, but I think it's just like most of the DeFi narratives, it's not big enough yet to decouple. So if market goes down, like it's, it, they'll continue being on the tech because we have like a couple good teams, but uh, you know, it's like, so liquidity is way too different between the Bitcoin and these like newer gaming narratives. Um, but I, I do think that's, we could see if like three to six months that this market can still last. And um, Ronan, uh, like Axie Ronan's been teasing like uh, something with Ronan Chain. Uh, and then Immutable X is like coming out. Um, Engines Infinity is coming out on Polkadot. So, and these are all like, you know, very very legit teams so that's definitely one thing it's like a layer two slash side chains for for gaming um that is uh kind of medium term at least i, I think the short term like with so with so many individual games coming up like that's kind of very risky already um but the infrastructure like there's a handful and i think they're pretty good bets if mario continues right right um is there anything interesting that we could talk about for like you know anything like the new DeFi era that's going on like I think there's like a couple of staple token plays um there's obviously these like you know, like hyper yield farms. Um, there's like yield on yield, which is like I guess like categorizing as like DeFi two point Um Yeah, is there like a, some of the interesting stuff that we've seen? Yeah, I've been I've been really. I mean, I I talked to you guys about this a little bit. Um, it's like structured products for for DeFi. Um, oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I think uh, just to maybe get everyone's thoughts on this as well. Uh, so, like new wave of DeFi, you know, people are still trying to, like, I don't think, like, wrongly trying to still disrupt like Uniswap or Curve, Compound. Like these, these were technical breakthroughs and in, in literal just math and. Um, so I, I think people that are still trying to do that are going to lose. Um, that's probably like the real thing we can get out of DeFi 1.0 versus 2.0. Like 2.0 has to be, you either have to actually be on Olympus or maybe Rari's level of like disruption and really find new ways to do things. Or you just have to sit on top and, um, and uh, 
figure out what's what's trending and solve like more user problems uh multi-chain is one of those user problems and uh synapse saw the problem solved the bridges like very quickly um but i think um there are other category of d5 2.0 products that are just structured products um examples ribbon who is actually Letting anyone able to use options and give you like a set like option strategy and present that as a form of TVL and yield. Um, and then you have uh, stuff like uh, tranches on, on, on BSC doing this for Bitcoin. Um, and then Grodal. Uh, there's some, there's another one called apparently Llama. I couldn't really find it, but um, I think these things that recognize that, okay, the base layer, we cannot get better math than Curve or Uniswap um, just because like we don't have more Curve than them. So we don't have the boost. So <laughs> recognizing this and instead focusing on, uh, you know, just making the experience easier. I think that's the um, next wave uh, of, of DeFi that is actually doing something. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm super bullish on, on these kind of, uh, I would say, structured products uh, slash UX apps. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, like, uh, I, I, I do feel like that fits into more of a general category. Uh, like I mean, it starts including bridges and all of that, right? Like it, it, it's a bigger category that kind of fits all of the, I guess yeah, like all of the all of the like you know some of the requirements, like complex backend requirements, and then just like makes it easy for people. Yeah, uh, definitely. Still, I, I would say bridges are. are or and the multi-chain stuff is still DeFi power user, um, but at least they do something different. At least they they solve problems still, instead of trying to move things to another chain or trying to solve a math problem by copying the from the <laughs> inventors themselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Um, I was going to ask uh, Sir Rex that question as well, but I feel like he's kind of like having trouble connecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just, just connecting. Um, yeah. Uh, do you guys want to talk about Polkadot a little bit? I mean, like, I, I know we've been, you know, beating it down to the ground, but I do feel like Polkadot is performing better than any else in the market right now. Oh, before we go on. Like, I found something really cool on, like, because you guys are talking about stablecoin play, like, farming ones, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I found a post, like, recently, about, like, a few hours ago about, you know, uh, you guys know about Anchor Protocol, right? How it gives out, like, 20% stablecoin. Yeah, on the, yeah, yeah, on the uh, uh, Terra? Yeah, yeah, with the USD. yeah. yeah, yeah. So what you can do now is that um, use that AUST 
and then um, use that to borrow min, right? The match money, like, you know, abracadabra. Right. And then you put min right back into it. Uh, convert min to USD and then uh, deposit USD right back into it. So you can create this, like, I don't know, like five Leverage or like. Anchor. Farm, yeah, right? instead yeah. of 18%, you can 2x that. Yeah, exactly. And the yeah, I have a thread that I yeah, put it on my Oh, wait. So it's like what what so what they do is like basically you use your um UST to borrow sorry, what is what is the process like? So you deposit UST into Anchor. And then yeah. you get a USD back, and then borrow min against your AUSD at like okay, uh, yeah, set LTV, and then convert min to USD. Oh, god! It's so there's like a yeah. triangle process going on there. Okay, yeah. So you can like make your pretty much like your stable coin farming to like you can boost that shit up to like I don't know like hundred percent like plus. <laughs> but you could get. Liquid I think again. it was one hundred sixty. Yeah, one hundred sixty. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if I want to do that much. But yeah, but definitely you could get liquidated. I don't know to try. Why would there be a risk if it's stables? It's it still fluctuates, right? And if they yeah. fluctuate, right? The, but if you do like two X, like yeah, even yeah, two X should be fine. Yeah, like I, I don't think yeah. it would go down fifty percent. But I guess if you're doing like you know, if it's like twenty percent every time, and you're trying to hit one hundred sixty percent, then that's like eight X, right? Which means yeah. that you only have a bandwidth for about what is that like twelve point five percent? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I think it's really cool because you know stable coin farming, pretty much like not much too, too much risk, and you just get like these uh passive income. Yeah, yeah. The, there's That's like a, true. Yeah, there's a thread that I retweeted on my profile, so everyone can kind of just like go in there, like look at it. Interesting. Okay. Super cool. That could be really cool after this whole kind of like boom. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I can't see anyone parking their money in farming right now other than FTX. <laughs> FTX has parked like 400 mil into yeah. Convex. But oh, yeah. you mean like Alameda? Yeah. Or Alameda, FTX, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, um, that could be a really interesting player for you know future yields. Yeah, yeah, definitely will be looking out, looking out for that. Bear um, oh my god, just put that on there and then just yeah. Yeah, it's like exactly <laughs> like you just yeah like you just kind of ride through bear market. It's just like yeah, but I, yeah, someone's go someone's gonna do like a big. Uh, market sell on like the stables though and like fuck up the peg just to like liquidity hunt you guys yeah yeah like, I, stop hunt you guys yeah I, I can definitely see that like i wouldn't risk too much to be honest yeah yeah you don't know you don't know what you're gonna get yeah yeah at least the people who did like 10x loops like they have a pretty good chance of getting mm -hmm. not a pretty good chance but um 
you know, like it's definitely on the pretty, table. Pretty good chance, yeah. Liquid. Still pretty good chance. Yeah. So. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about the like the? I mean, like we thought the market would do, you know, like BTC kind of like dominating, and then everything else kind of like you know, liquidity getting sucked out of it, right? But we're kind of seeing everything else is kind of going up with BTC, if not more. I think that's so. Science. I think uh, we just need it's <laughs> just starting, right? Like let let it pump to like seventy, and then seventy five, and then I don't think this will continue. Yeah. So on my chart, um, Bitcoin dominance is just above. Uh, forty-seven percent, which is like a support. Um, it's a resistance now, but it looks like it's coming down and confirming it as support. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we bounce here, but I wouldn't be surprised if we wick, um, reject. So, I know it's really indecisive, but I'm kind of just waiting for a few more hours for a bit more direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, we should definitely um, kind of try to get someone to Um. Hey, uh, do you want to reach out to like guys like DeFi God? I I saw this on like how to make it, you know, um, uh, in the as like a um, in the uh, in the like the DJ world with like hundred K, and like he kind of like laid out the steps, and it, I, I mean it's overly simplified, like, I, but I really like the big structure of it. So let's try to get him on the show. I feel like those guys might have like a really good kind of like insight that they can provide based on like what they do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Same thing. Um, Anything else? Yeah, we love the DJ phase. Um, so just to highlight the polka dot stuff, I found the other, and there is a bit more. Uh, Mike, Garland, your mic's going off, by the way. Um, there's a bit more to it than uh, what we've highlighted here recently. So, um, the other day, Dot or Polkadot uh, announced a $775 million development fund for Polkadot projects. Um, and then KSM, we, we already know about the Dot auctions on the 11th. But um, KSN has, I think this is almost wrong, but um, Donnie Big Bags put it out. But it's KSM has 48 auctions planned for the Saturday. Um, no, just 48 weeks. Like uh, every week for next year, there's going to be an auction. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes yeah, Starting yeah, like okay. this week. Kind of this week. Okay, that was poorly worded. So yeah, yeah they're so just, we they're should just see... straight up going ham. Like all kinds of projects are going to be parachains in the next year. Yeah, it's actually, um, huge. What's your thoughts on the development fund? Do you think it's going to be more of like grants for projects, or do you think it's going to be like liquidity mining? Oh, that's the seven hundred seventy million development fund, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it usually the grants? Yeah, usually. I think, yeah, at least to start it off, I think it's probably going to be a grant, um, grants for projects. They can, yeah, they can afford both. Like that's that's a 
huge amount, and there's not really any like actual DeFi protocols on there, anyways. Um, so they'll, they'll, yeah, most likely help you know like Akala, Moonbeam, these guys like bootstrap their biggest pools. Because um, like the, technically their main child projects are the DeFi native uh, native chains, the pair chains instead of like a Moonbeam, which is a smart contract platform. Uh, so, so stuff like Akala and Shiden, they can have like their, just like a Akala, a Karura swap, right? Which is like made by the team instead of a Moonbeam, it's like Sushi and, and other stuff. So um, yeah, they'll probably help out the official ones that are focusing on DeFi. Um, but it's not like it's, it's super... What's the, what, what's been the pattern for these grants for, um, for a lot of these later ones? Like, how, how were they... Because I know Polygon's doing a spray play right now. I heard they're just doing 10K or 20K to, like, every single product. It's just, like, hmm. massive, uh, massive, like, a land grab. Uh, but I don't know what other some of these other guys are doing. Uh, Phantom is very slow and selective. Uh, it's like mm. like you can get approved, but then like you have to sustain the TVL for two months before you start getting any money, and then like you have to sustain right. the TVL. Um, and you only get more if your TVL grows. Um. Uh, Avalanche, it seems they're just very selective. Like they have like only top projects, and they have just like drop. Like, Avalanche definitely faster. Yeah, yeah. Avalanche definitely faster because like some of the projects that we're seeing um, already has like an Avalanche. Brand. Yeah, yeah. Um... Harmony, I know, is like they have a huge like they they're structured, but I think they're slow. Like they have, a, I think they have the most well-defined structure in terms of what they want to uh, put a grant to. But I think it's, um, you know what? We should do a content on this. <laughs> yeah. See, like how the grants are being used. There's actually just so much money if you think about like the total amounts that they all say. It's like literally billions and billions of dollars in these ecosystem grants yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and uh, Binance just announced a billion dollars. Like grants alone, it's like five billion, I think. Just like amounts of money that's being pumped into like um, you know for various protocols. Yeah. I think that's like five billion, which is just crazy to think about. You know, I think the ecosystems are going to grow more just because, like, they can like, just pump these grants into these people. Yeah. I need a um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like VR, VRX liquidity. Yeah. Use the grants as our exit liquidity. Um, there's almost more layer ones with uh, liquidity mining rewards coming up than there are not. Like Moon River has one, Algorand has one, Moon, Moon River and Moonbeam both have one. Um, 
We have BNB or Binance Smart Chain. Um, and then, yeah, there's uh, Phantom Avalanche. Uh, <clears throat> like, there's a, I think there's going to be a pretty good rotation uh, amongst these chains. It's just kind of trying to figure out how the liquidity mining rewards are. Um, yeah, I think is probably the, going to play a big part in that. I think the only guys that don't have grants right now are near. Near has their own grants. Um, like at least it's uh, not publicized. If it is there. Yeah, I don't know if they're like as big. Like they definitely have their own grants that people go and sign up for, but. I, um, unless you're going for a pretty big grant, like, um, or let me rephrase this. I think they're only for like smaller grants, um, for now, unless you have a pretty big novel project. Um, but yeah, right. anybody is, anybody can, can just go on and, and fill out a grant on for near, uh, I don't know the, what the exact. Also Solana are. doesn't have a grant, right? Mm, Solana does that mostly from. It, They're fun. Yeah, like Solana Capital. Yeah, they just fun projects. Yeah, Solana Capital. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I think the guy used to run Binance. Um, is running that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I heard he's like running Solana Capital. Also, yeah, I think Solana and it'd be really interesting to see like how these guys are like doing these grants um, as a content could be. Um, I think we should kind of like. Maybe like uh, I think it's like more of an abstract idea right now, but I think if we can categorize like how these grants are being used, maybe right. there's a way where we can start identifying um, you know some of the ecosystems that will pop up because I do feel like Solana and Cosmos kind of operate the similar way where they have a fund um, and that gives grants where AVAX and Phantom, they do like more of a foundation kind of based grant. So, so is Algorand, I think. Um, and Harmony as well. And then Hazos does a lot of grants as well, but I think it's mostly concentrated in Asia. I, I do feel like Hazos is like kind of lacking. Like their, their reach and like their network, I feel like it's, it's, it's not it's not that good compared to like the other guys. And I do feel like they're one of the richest protocols too. Cause they, they like parked everything that they made in ICO and Bitcoin. They need to, they, they, they had, I, I remember someone saying they had almost like a 3 billion or 4 billion in Bitcoin. Last time I checked, and that was when Bitcoin was like 40k. Jeez, that, that makes sense. So, yeah, when they, when they so raised, yeah, it was like 10k. They raised, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so I think it's like they, yeah, they have a lot more now. I think, like, if they're smart enough, like, they need to like just pump. Any coins that I don't think, there, like, literally, maybe, maybe they don't care. Maybe they don't care. Maybe it's like, maybe they're set from the foundation. 
Like they just need to. This is a long term rug. Yeah, like just yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a little long term. Like like EOS. <laughs> oh yeah, EOS. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I will shit on EOS. Yeah, like because like what have they done? <laughs> they yeah yeah they deliver. Yeah, but they, like, they they don't really care how it does. They they bought that like social media. I think they spent oh, like two hundred million dollars on that social media thing. Still going. Yeah, I have voice. Voice. I've never used it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like that kind of fell apart. They were like they're 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 running nodes for God knows how long, but like no one's building on that protocol. You know, I think the founder left, right? Yeah. Found that that gone for investigated her. right now. Like some of them are yeah. investigated for like pumping it. Yeah, but, like I think there wasn't like an article like somebody who yeah. pumped the uh, yeah EOS. Like they're getting like they're literally getting investigated. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, we can like let's. I think it'll be interesting to do like these, like some of these protocol plays because I do feel like there's a lot of room for protocols. Um, not just Bitcoin anymore, especially if the Bitcoin goes up. I feel like there's more room for protocols because like that money will kind of like, you know, kind of like distribute among other protocols and whatnot, right? So, yeah. Um, Anyways, anyways, um, anything else that we need to go over? I think we should talk about maybe like wallets, like next time, and then also um, like the yeah. Let's uh, let's like I feel like the agendas are getting a little thin. Um, let's try to get a little more items on the agenda so we can kind of like fill up the hour. Um, I do feel like we're kind of like getting into that place where we're kind of I, like, and I, I'm I'm totally okay, like talking about um what do you call it um like same stuff like i I don't think we should talk about different stuff every single time that's impossible um yeah but i think it's like just whatever is kind of relevant in the industry i think we should definitely address i do feel like a lot of the bullets and like a lot of the research doesn't uh you know like uh currently like we could probably translate more into our, our some of these are calls. Yeah. Definitely DeFi. Um, I think there's a lot of things going on with our arbitrum and optimism right now. Um, yeah, like, so yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about that. I'll, I'll, I'll like, um, connect privately around this so we think we can kind of go over. But I think it's good. Um, yeah, yeah, wallets and you know, some of the accessibility fees. I think we should definitely go over as well. Um, yeah, and like we might be at a very drastically different place like two days from now. <laughs> no, I don't know what, what it's gonna be, it might crash down to 30k or it might be up at 80. So, anyways, uh, I think that's good.